This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. USDA faces farm program crunch. EPA decision on refinery waivers, imminent, and EU won't budge on ag talks. USDA facing a work crunch in March. USDA offices across the country are facing crunch time in March on a number of farm programs. About one-third of the nation's eligible producers have not yet made their selection between the price loss coverage and the agriculture risk coverage programs. And the deadline is March 16th, UFDA officials said at the Commodity Classic. USDA also will be signing up producers for two types of disaster assistance that Congress authorized last year. Sources say the announcement of the disaster aid could come as soon as today when Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue is in San Antonio to speak at the Commodity Classic. Farmers will be able to get payments to offset losses due to both drought and excess moisture. Now take note, Congress also authorized additional disaster aid for quality losses, but the Farm Service Agency hasn't yet figured out how farmers will qualify for the program. Sources say there are some divisions among commodities about whether eligibility should be determined on a county-by-county basis or whether payments should be based on individual farmers' losses. And don't forget, USDA will have to process a lot of applications in March for the Conservation Reserve Program. Today's the general sign-up deadline for CRP, but USDA will accept applications from landowners who have at least registered by today for appointments with FSA. Oh, and by the way, one of those producers who hasn't signed up yet for ARCA PLC is South Dakota farmer Kevin Scott, who's vice president of the American Soybean Association. He tells AgriPulse he expects to do so in the next few days. Scott says he's signing up for the ARC individual coverage this time at the recommendation of his crop insurance agent. ARC IC has been used very little by farmers to this point, but Scott says he expects it to be the better option because of the poor yields he had last year due to the flooding that plagued the upper Midwest. Decision expected within days on refinery waivers. A Trump administration decision on its policy for small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard could come as early as today, that according to an industry source. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler told reporters after an appearance before House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee yesterday to expect his agency's response to an appeals court decision within days. Wheeler repeatedly told lawmakers he had no answer for them on the issue because EPA has been in discussions with the Justice Department about the Tenth Circuit ruling. Wheeler also hinted he may very well remain with the administration if President Trump captures a second term. He said when asked about his plans, I have an agenda that's going to take another two to three years to get finished. And by the way, more than a dozen members of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, which has jurisdiction over EPA, sent a letter to President Trump urging the administration to appeal the Tenth Circuit ruling. The senators say... If applied nationally, it will jeopardize nearly all small refineries. EU official reasserts no ag trade talks. Europe keenly wants a trade agreement with the U.S., but the EU's political leaders still won't negotiate on significant agriculture policies, according to a top EU trade official. On agriculture, everyone knows that this is not possible, that Bernd Lang 
chairman of the European Parliament's Committee on International Trade. He told reporters about continued U.S. demands that the EU reduce its ag tariff and non-tariff barriers to U.S. farm commodities. Lang is in Washington talking to lawmakers and Trump administration officials to take stock of trade irritations and try to kickstart the stall talks. Staff in the office of Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley told Lang that agriculture should be in any deal, the EU official said, and Lang responded, it's not possible. That flies against what EU Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan said in a recent visit to the U.S., Europe, Hogan told reporters, was considering being more flexible on its refusal to negotiate ag policies. Now keep in mind, the Europeans will be very busy over the next 10 months negotiating a trade agreement with Britain after it exited the EU in January. The U.K. has released its goals for talks with the EU and in what may be good news for the U.S., The British stressed that sanitary and phytosanitary policies should not create unjustified barriers to trade in agri-food goods. Bayer chairman stepping down. Werner Venning, the chairman of Bayer's supervisory board, is heading out the door at the end of April, the company has announced. Venning, a 50-year veteran of the company who supported its acquisition of Monsanto for $63 billion in 2018, was due to serve through 2022, but had wanted to leave a year ago, CEO Werner Baumann told investment analysts in a conference call yesterday. He will be succeeded by Norbert Winkel-Johan, who joined the supervisory board in 2018. Winkel-Johan led PricewaterCoopers' European operation until 2018. Glyphosate suits continue to rise. On the call to discuss fourth-quarter results, Bauman said the number of lawsuits alleging exposure to glyphosate-based Roundup herbicide has risen from 42,700 last fall to 48,600 as of February 6th. He could not shed any new light on whether Bayer will reach a settlement with plaintiff's attorneys, but repeated the company would only do so, quote, if it's financially reasonable and brings reasonable closure to the litigation. We continue to constructively engage in mediation, Bauman said. Schiff proposes glyphosate ban at projects. Congressman Adam Schiff of California is asking the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee to use a water resources authorization bill to restrict the use of glyphosate around federal water projects. Schiff tells AgriPulse he would specifically like to see the Army Corps of Engineers stop using the product along the Los Angeles River. He said the amendment would give the local partner of a federal project a say and whether that chemical is used. House Ag gets new member. First-term representative Xochitl Torres-Small of New Mexico is joining the House Agriculture Committee, filling a seat that opened when Jeff Van Drew switched parties. Dairy is her district's dominant farm commodity with $790 million in sales in 2017. Our district covers roughly the southern half of New Mexico. Here's today's He Said It. Sometimes we have all the work done with a producer. They're going home getting the signature of a landlord. That Bill Northey, USDA's Undersecretary of Farm Production and Conservation Programs, saying that some producers are very close to having their paperwork completed on the ARC and PLC selection. Well, 
That's Daybreak for this Friday, February 28th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.